She talks to the cats. She never talks to her children at all, although I think she likes them in her own way. I never could understand this country, and now I am beginning to be afraid that I never will get back to the north, never get away from here. I must not give up hope. Miracles can happen, and very often do happen. People think fifty years is a long time to visit any country, because it is often more than half a lifetime. To me, fifty years is no more than a space of time stuck somewhere I don't really want to be at all. For the last forty-five years, I have been trying to get away. Somehow, I never could. There must be a binding spell which keeps me in this country. Sometime I shall find out why I stayed so long here while I am happily contemplating reindeer and snow, cherry trees, meadows, the song of the thrush. England is not always the focus of these dreams. I do not, in fact, particularly want to install myself in England, although I will have to visit my mother in London. She is getting old now, although enjoying excellent health. A hundred and ten is not such a great age from a biblical point of view, at least. Margrave, my mother's valet, who sends me postcards of Buckingham Palace, tells me she is still very spry in her wheelchair. Although how anyone can be spry in a wheelchair, I really don't know. He says she is quite blind, but has no beard, which must be a reference to a photograph of myself, which I sent as a Christmas gift last year. Indeed, I do have a short grey beard, which conventional people would find repulsive. Personally, I find it rather gallant. England would be a matter of a few weeks. Then I would join my lifelong dream of going to Lapland, to be drawn in a vehicle by dogs, woolly dogs. All this is a digression, and I do not wish anyone to think my mind wanders far. It wanders, but never further than I want. So, I live with my Galahad, mostly in the backyard. Now, Galahad has a rather large family, and he is by no means rich. He lives on a small wage paid to consular employees, those who are not actually ambassadors. These, I am told, get a more ample salary from the government. Galahad is married to the daughter of the manager of a cement factory. Her name is Muriel, and both her parents are English. Muriel has five children, one of which, the youngest, still lives here with us. This boy, Robert, is twenty-five and has not married yet. Robert is not a pleasant character, and even as a child was unkind to cats. He also circulates on a motorcycle and introduced a television set into the house. From that time on, my visits to front regions of our residence became increasingly rare. If I ever appear there now, it is always rather in the nature of a spectre, if I may say so. This seems to give a certain relief to the rest of the family, as my table manners were becoming unconventional. 
With age, one becomes rather less sensitive to the idiosyncrasies of others. For instance, at the age of forty, I would have hesitated to eat oranges in a crowded tram or bus. Today, I would not only eat oranges with impunity, but I would take an entire meal unblushingly in any public vehicle and wash it down with a glass of port, which I take now and again as a special treat. Nevertheless, I make myself useful and help in the kitchen which is next door to my room. I peel vegetables, feed the hen, and, as I mentioned before, carry out other violent activities like sweeping out my room on Thursdays. I give no trouble at all and keep myself clean with no assistance from anybody. Every week brings a certain amount of mild enjoyment. Every night, in fine weather, the sky, the stars, and, of course, the moon in her season.